<laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the illustrious Spotlight series. We are in May, and we have the Spicy Boys together, and we have started Martial Arts Month, and so we went with. Uh, I know it's one of my favorites. Uh, my mom dug this movie a lot. She used to quote the villain of this movie. <laughs> well, his <laughs> biggest quote. I used to hear that a lot. And so uh, I know a lot of other people in our group have checked this movie out. Uh, it's it's great and not good, but it's good. It has its it has its moments. It has gained the the superpower of being a cult classic. Yep. Even though we'll talk about the money later, but uh, it's good. But a lot of people didn't think it did that well. So it's it's a weird weird situation. But we watched Barry Gordy's big idea or Motown's big idea, The Last Dragon. So the reason I call it Barry Gordy's Big Idea, this movie is kind of a commercial for the future of Motown. In a sense, there were tons of musical acts and people and actually videos, couple were not real. They should have been real. The songs were hot. But uh, there were some people like uh, uh, DeBarge, Rhythm of the Night, a very good song. (laughs) Excellent song. Yeah, it was actually on this soundtrack, a very hot soundtrack. had stuff from Stevie Wonder, uh, what was it Tem- the Temptations? Is that Motown? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. Uh, tons of people were in this. It was really, really cool. Uh, and the lead of it, uh, he actually was. Uh, this is his first acting role. I want to say his name is Ty Mac. I didn't know how to pronounce it. Yes, T A I M A K, like T Mac, Ty Mac. I don't know. T Mark. T Mark. Yeah, something like that. But it's his first role. He actually learned to act on the set did he learn to act (laughs) (laughs) i mean you could say that he he got there i mean at some point i mean let's say he kind of got there he was in the neighborhood he He was he was doing yeah he was doing the bare minimum for acting he was in front of a camera yeah read a script uh, yeah, you're right. Sure. You're right. Right. I ain't defending that man. <laughs> he took out. He, he got past the first chapter of how to act, and then got yeah. in that movie. Read lines. Like, all right. All right I, can I can do, do that. that. I can do that. Sweet. And actually, it had a uh, Vanity. She is the lead actress in this movie. Who's Vanity? Mm. Otis, that sounds mm. familiar. Yeah, she was going to be in Purple Rain that just came out, but she had some issues with substance abuse and other things. Love me some Vanity. And also being able to act. Yeah. <laughs> so she kind of got pushed away and then they put uh, Apollonia in her spot and they had to change some things but well they uh, kicked her out of Motown and they replaced her completely with Apollonia yeah I mean she would have been writing with Purple Rain too you know, like we had some where Vanity was the lead we need yeah yeah this is Vanity 6 there's a whole situation but that's why she was fully starred in this and so Apollonia has some big old titties her song in this was garbage oh my god it was yeah it was like she was singing like offbeat. It sounded like it was. I, I hope the songwriter this. lost his job for that one. <laughs> well, he's probably dead now. Wasn't so. it Prince? No, he didn't, didn't Prince do it. Write like all the no, this? Prince doesn't write garbage. Well, for vanity <laughs> songs, he did a ton of them because that was his protege at one point. But mm-hmm. I don't think he did the songs for this. He should have dumped her after that. Yeah, Barry Gordy was helping it. Uh, so this movie's really weird. What, and what cool. movie is it, Otis? <laughs> I said the last dragon. Oh, did he did. Okay. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I said it real quick, sneaky like. You did. Uh, a ton of people that I think would have been cooler 
were considered for the role of Leroy Green. Uh, Billy Blanks, a young Billy Blanks, would have been pretty cool, I think. Whoa. Uh, Wesley Snipes would have been fucking great. He would have been, been amazing. Been driving people. Mario Van Peebles was out there doing work uh, in action movies. Steve laughs, but uh, I don't think he watched Solo. That movie was great. I did watch Mario, Solo. Mario Van Peebles. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne was actually considered for the role. Uh, the young Lawrence Fishburne, I can remember, was from Nightmare on Elm Street 3. And he didn't look like he could do karate, but I don't know. Fuck it. I guess, you yeah. saw him as Morpheus. He was doing all right. Yeah. Like, Try to hit me and hit me. <laughs> Yeah, I was like most of the people, the people in this movie that fought didn't look like they could really do karate either. So true, it's yeah. fine. And then old, I can cry whenever I feel like Denzel Washington actually tried out for both roles, and he really wanted them. And <laughs> I don't know why they didn't pick him, but I think that'd have been pretty dang cool. <laughs> that would have been cool. Couldn't have seen it. If Denzel Washington was either one of these roles, and he wasn't the main, like, and they stuck with the guy who ended up being Leroy, like. This movie would have been a shit show. He'd have been a weird show enough. He'd been a- he would have been. It's um. He would have been good as as show enough, but he would have overshadowed the Leroy character so much because Denzel Washington could make anything like interesting, and this guy was not a good actor. Yeah, but we we would have got to see. Hopefully, if he was the bad guy, we'd have seen more evil Denzel, which is I think my favorite type of Denzel. Like Training Day, Denzel is great. That motherfucker's evil. <laughs> Hell yeah, he is. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Got 500 bullets. We'll, we'll talk about Training Day one day. That's a good movie. So, like always, we'll go through this plot. and ain't a lot to it. It's a martial arts movie, kind of. There's kung fu. Fight in here. Yeah, there's kung yeah. fu. It's amalgamation of uh, hip-hop and other types of music and dancing and karate and comedy. A uh, really cool mix that actually happens a lot more later down the road so it was really cool to see that this is probably one of the first ones to do it a lot of people were a little confused by it but like i said i like this i like this movie because it's an absolute mess and it's one of my mom's like favorites because she loves show enough so he's, he's <laughs> a ridiculous villain so i mean who doesn't he yeah. is a ridiculous villain we'll get to that though yeah <laughs> <laughs> so this movie's in new york and our our boy leroy green he uh just and just idolizes Bruce Lee. Honestly, everybody where he's from just loves the guy because they're watching him on in the theater later on. But uh, he's training with his master and his master tells him that he's at the final level and he has nothing else to train or to show him or teach him anything like that. And he's like, what are you talking about? You know, there's this final level they talk about. And that's the the, 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 the last glow. dragon, the glow. And you can bring your energy out of your body and it covers your whole body some people can only use their hands but if you're good enough you can cover your whole body and then just do cool after image moves with your hands that's that's the the bonus of the glow <laughs> oh, man, when, you, when you punch people sparks fly off yeah uh, when you yeah. punch people well, yeah when there's contact sparks jump out of your hand that shit must hurt I think so, it would hurt on both ends. Like you're delivering a punch and then you spark. Ah, fuck. Like, fuck. <laughs> so apparently tons of martial arts masters back in the day learned how to use the glow. And so um, the master tells Bruce or Leroy, Leroy Green. I want to call him Bruce Leroy so that, I mean, that's kind of his name-ish. That's later on they call yeah. him that. So he tells Leroy that at this point, uh, he has to find a master, some dumb goy that can teach him 
to unlock the power of the glow. And he gives him a cool ass medal that Bruce Lee wore. And he's like, this will help you on your way. And, you know, that got him excited. He's like, oh, shit. So he scoots off into the city to find this master. Uh, an unsurmountable, like, time goes by, I assume. He's been in town for a while, like, doing stuff. Because it seems like Shonuf knows who he is, kind of. I think he knew who he was the whole time. He'd been hearing about that dude training. Oh, mm-hmm. I like that. I, that's the only way it made sense to me. Yeah, because he, he came in just hot, ready to yeah. fight. I'm like, like, instantly, like, oh, Leroy. Like, wait, how do you know, know that guy? Sir. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, while they're at a movie, uh, Shonuf and his crew just roll in and just decides to turn the movie off and be like, yo, yo, I'm, I'm the baddest. Like, I need y'all, y'all to agree with me or you will get beat up. Like who 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 wants to take me? A couple people go on stage and get their asses beat by this yeah. man. Comes in, proclaims himself the Shogun of Harlem yeah. for whatever reason. <laughs> As so, those flunkies beat people up. A, a wee child tells Shonuff that Bruce Leroy could easily kick his ass, and Leroy's in the front row eating his popcorn with chopsticks. Just la la. This movie's yeah. Great. God, it's so stupid. <laughs> uh, Shonuff is wants to fight him instantly. He's like, let's fucking go, and he's like. Nah, I'm gone. He just leaves. He, he has a plan. He's like, I need to find the glow. I don't really care about this situation. Uh, throughout the movie, Shonuff is constantly looking for this man, just <laughs> fucking with him. Uh, comes to his dojo, so he teaches kids how to fight. Oh, well, self-defense. Uh, Bruce Leroy is that type of main character that's, I, I feel a bit overpowered, but doesn't want to fight. He, he only does it when he has to, you know, and that's that's their weakness. They don't just he's a true master. Yeah. They don't straight up just swing on people like there's some people like, uh, I don't know, Tony Jaa right. in his movies. Usually he'll come out swinging if he, you know, be like, hey, I don't like you. But OK, let's go. But those but, are the real true meaning of a uh, kung fu dude is yeah. self-defense. Yeah. If you want to be on the loser side, man, Cobra Kai <laughs> taught hey. you just be on the offense. You win. Busting, like- busting legs. <laughs> no mercy. Donnie Yen and Jackie Chan. Like. Jackie Chan's hit first and figure out what the fuck's happening yeah. later. And Donnie Yen's very much like, I don't want to do this. You don't want me to do this. Like, you maybe don't. don't smoke. Yeah. You don't, don't come don't. at me. You don't want this smoke. Right. Little girl gets kicked in the street. He's like, I'm going to beat you to death. So yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> little there's girl. levels to it. Certain she things. didn't get kicked. Oh, she gets thrown into that street. Oh, they drop kicked her in the street. <laughs> no. He fucking picked her up and spun her into the. <laughs> And then he got his ass whooped by that refrigerator. I feel bad for that man. <laughs> so the whole movie, uh, Shonuff is just straight fucking up all his whole situation. Uh, comes to the dojo and he's like, kiss my, kiss my shoes, you son of a bitch. Or your, your little teacher, your student's going to get his ass just blowed up in the corner. He's like, okay, I'll kiss your shoes, man. He kicks him in the face. He's like, yeah, get out of here. Uh, he tells him like, sooner or later, we are going to fight and I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And everyone will respect me finally. Apparently, you're just a scary dude. Uh, one of my favorite scenes, he comes to uh, Leroy's parents' pizza shop. And uh, it's one of my seven words, but he says something. He sees a song on the on the little jukebox <laughs> and just destroys the jukebox. And I laugh so hard when just, he just keeps fucking with him. And so... Mind. Yeah. Dude, he, he, he dumped that little kid in the fucking dumpster. <laughs> it's... Oh, man. So the... I guess... The secondary, second tier villain, there's always a rich guy in the movie that's not going to do any fighting, but they're just there while the other people are scrapping. So Eddie Arcadian, he has a girlfriend, uh, Angela, uh, Angela uh, Varaco, and he's trying to get her to be famous. And so she's made up these like 
videos and actually not bad songs. I like love a Cindy Lauper type. Yeah, I actually kind of dug the music. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. And, that. and so they have a plan okay. to kidnap. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Greg. Yeah. It was so stupid. Dirty that, like, is a good ass song, man. That's kind of my jam. I was sitting there like, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> we were both of us. So uh, he's he has a plan to kidnap the VJ Laura Charles. Everybody says her name weird in this movie, Laura Charles. Uh, she Charles. is Charles, and so she is the host of Seventh Heaven. Uh, not that weird show with that dude that doodled kids oh. on WB, but it's a club nightclub. And so it's where she premieres music videos. Yes. And like basically gets to pick the top. It's like TRL, but also a nightclub. Yeah. And, and, and everyone seems to follow her if she. Yeah. Like this she's is the like, new song. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. She's like the best predictor of what's the next hot song. Like what the yeah. next hot Which was, single is going to be. A weird plot of, um, I mean, because he turns evil to try to get his girl up on that screen, and it's like, oh, so that's why you're evil? That disco that's going to close in, like, three weeks? Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, no, that, Steve, this goes forever. That TV about? show that's on local access? <laughs> <laughs> you're willing to murder people over that. Yep. Kidnapping, murder. Okay. God yeah, damn. Manhattan right. public access. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Only picked up by, like, three neighborhoods. At two in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, she gets, well, there's a kidnapped a kidnapping attempt where she's like just walking down the street. She almost gets her ass snatched up quick in a hurry. Uh, and then Bruce, Bruce Leroy, he's around and he beats the shit out of the dude. And then they try again later and actually actually get her ass this time. Because he's like, hey, uh, you got to go into the van real quick. Got to show you something. I got got something in my hand. Come closer. And then she goes in the van. They push her in and just scoot off. Does this like smell like chloroform? Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, Bruce Leroy, he actually finds her. He dresses up like a ninja and just ninja stars everybody's hands so they can't use guns and then beats the shit out of everybody and then tells uh, Eddie, like, you quit this shit or, you know, I'm going to come back and beat shit out of you. You're done messing with Laura. And he, you know, if you don't kill that rich dude, he's just going to make the problems worse. Like, you can't just say, quit it. He's like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna quit. When he leave, I'm gonna pay somebody off to beat him up. Yep. Like, that, that's, that's all they're gonna do. That, that's what they do. So um, later on, as this is happening, Laura and Leroy are like falling in love. Well, like, Laura wants his junk instantly. And Leroy, he saved her. Yeah. And Leroy doesn't really understand like what's happening with that. He ain't got like, no moves. He has yeah. no experience. <laughs> he ain't got no moves. Yeah, but he likes her. Uh, there's this w- weird side story with Richie, his little brother, and he's like cock blocking and being just an annoying little brother. So he's... His little brother's been in love with her the whole time. <laughs> okay. He saw her first. <laughs> yeah, that's my woman. Ooh, ooh, okay, Richie. <laughs> yeah. Little brother was ragging on his ass, too. Yeah, yeah he, he was. Good. He, <laughs> he was roasting the shit out of him. He said some pretty awful things. Yeah, he's a little piece of shit. So uh, <laughs> later on, Leroy gets back to his mission. You know, after saving this lady multiple times and fighting just criminals in the street, he finds the lair of Master Sumdum Goy, and he finds out that it's just a fortune cookie factory, and the machine is just a machine, and that's all it is. And so he's like, "What does this mean?" He goes back to his master, and the master's like, "Hey, man." You know where the answers are all along. Like it, it's all up to you. And you know the answer is inside of you. Gives him that 
you know, cool roundabout answer. And he's like, I don't get it. He ain't sent him on a wild goose chase. It was like, you seem like you needed a master. So I sent you to go find one. And then the only one place you didn't look for the globe. Yeah, within. And uh, honestly, I I think this last level was him just getting experience in the world. I mean, this is literally, you're describing every martial arts. I think the last level was him getting some sex. <laughs> yeah. Unblock that chakra. Dang. Learning moves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Katie. Unblocking that, that chakra. Yep. Yeah. yep. It's all gummed up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, and it's ungummed in 30 seconds. So, Angela, she actually leaves <laughs> Eddie because she's a good person. She's like, hey, I don't want to be famous if you're like kidnapping and killing people to do it. And he's like, oh, shit. Oh, damn. He's like, no. So she leaves and actually warns Leroy to watch out because he's not going to stop and stay away from 7th Heaven because Eddie's going to try to fucking kill you. Uh, so uh, let me see. Oh, Johnny, his little student, he, he wants to help him out because, oh, no, Laura and his little brother, they get kidnapped of while, course. you know, while meeting again for a little cute date. Uh, Leroy kind of scoots off. And then she's like, damn, I want to get into his pants. And then she's like, rah, 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 rah. they come in and just grab her ass real quick. Richie gets snatched up too. And so as Leroy's heading out to face um, the bad guys, because they kidnap Laura, we find out that Eddie has paid off Shonuff. Well, he hands him a big briefcase of money. He's like, hey, I need you to take out Bruce Leroy. I need you to take him out. He's like, I'll do this shit for free. And they're like, oh, okay, right on. <laughs> And close their briefcase and scoot off. And, <laughs> and so now at the seventh heaven, uh, Leroy is ambushed by all these bad guys, and they're all like, Leroy! Yeah, they're Leroy! all like uh, WWF like villains, you know? He's like, I'm the plumber. And he's got like, you know, just they look very dumb shit. Typical well, that, 80s bad guys. That one dude was just growling. Yeah. Like, like, why why like do you animal? want, yeah, yeah, why do you want double? Arr! Yeah, they like bite the table or something. He broke yeah. it. He broke the table with his head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> slammed it right through it. All right, he's like my. Sure, give him my, whatever he wants. My table. <laughs> arf, arf, arf. Son of a bitch! That gave, gave Eddie a fucking he's DMX for DMX. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so Leroy's students pop up. Hooray! So you don't have to waste too much energy. And so, uh, led by Johnny, and then we see a young Ernie Reyes. Who's Ernie Reyes, Otis? Hey, did you see that movie, the rundown with the rock and that one cool guy, that tiny dude that was flipping around and shit, swinging on ropes, trying to fight the rock? Those are your ass. And I mean, I, I would have just gone with Kenny from Ninja Turtles, but yeah, I was getting there. I, that, that's oh, okay. the best role. And oh, okay. two. Yeah, yeah, Ninja Turtles 2. He was the, the annoying kid that wanted to be part of the crew. And they're like, Yeah, you're good, but you're not a but fucking a seven foot turtle. So slow it down, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Because apparently turtles are really fast when you train them to be ninjas. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> ninjas are fast. That makes sense to me. Yeah, but the turtle. Yeah. So, so wait, if it's a if it's a turtle and a ninja, wouldn't it be moving at like a normal speed? I, that's what I'm saying. It. I guess the ninjutsu is turtles can actually really move good. really fast. For sure. Yeah, fast hey guys, let's talk about turtles some more. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I like turtles. It's I turtle did. time, Greg. It is turtle time. I like turtles. Pizza, pizza time. So uh, <laughs> uh, Eddie draws Leroy from the fight by, you know, holding his girlfriend hostage. And he's like, oh, I'll shoot her. I'll shoot her. 
And he's like, son of a bitch. So he runs over there. There's a cool, like, dark warehouse scene where people are hopping around corners. It happens all the time. It happened in Falcon Winter Soldier. You know, it's always a dingy spot. That's where you have to do a fight, at, you know, at the end of a show or a movie. Yep. <laughs> and so show enough pops up and he's like, you can't run anymore, little boy. Time to get this ass whooping. Uh, the fight's moderately even. Actually, Leroy is doing a pretty good job. Uh, he drop kicks him through like a door, like kind of wall situation, and Lee and Shonuff goes down, and then he looks away for a couple seconds and looks back, and he just sees like the Jerry curl stain, but no <laughs> Shonuff, and he's like, "Where'd he go, Leroy?" <laughs> and then he finally powers up his hands. He, I guess it takes a little bit to go, like Iron Fist, and he gets the glow going, the motherfucking glow, <laughs> and proceeds to beat the shit out of Bruce Leroy. He's getting his ass just destroyed. and He really is. And he's holding him and dunking his head in water and he's like, you know, you know, I want you to say that I'm the master. And he's doing that as his life is flashing before his eyes. And then <laughs> Bruce Leroy's like, oh yeah, the power's within me. Yeah, who's the master? And then, yeah, that last time, me, I am. Yeah. And then uh, the awesome song pops up and then his whole body is glowing. And he proceeds to destroy Shonoff. Shonoff cannot do anything because it's funny. His his like glow is like red and it's like crackly. It's like a shitty like car. You're trying to jump it. It's all popping and shit. It's like when Obi Wan popped his uh, lightsaber after in the Death Star battle. Just kind of weak. Yeah, hey man. <laughs> it's it's still impressive that somebody like Shonoff, who didn't really seem to have any training, unlocked the glow on his own. Just not full, you know, full fledged glow. Yeah. <laughs> So apparently, I guess if you're just good enough, like I don't know, you're you like enough if you're just to good enough. Just get it going. Yeah. I, it's so weird. <laughs> I guess if you're good enough, you can just tap into it a little bit. But our boy Luke, Bruce Leroy, he unlocks the super glow, not super glow, just full body glow, and then starts destroying Shonuff, and then he wins. He doesn't kill him; he just knocks him the fuck out. And I'm like, hooray! So I guess at this point, he's like, well, I know I can beat you forever, so I'm not worried about you anymore. Eddie pops up. And he shoots a gun at Leroy. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know? Yeah, bro. That's how you stop all that kung fu shit, me and my pistol. <laughs> Just like an Ong Bak. Uh, Tony Jaa finally beat the bad guy that took super steroids and cracked his head open. And then the second he like lands, he's like, I did it, y'all. Bad guy shoots him in the back. He's like, fuck you. And I'm like, yep. yeah. That's, that's how you take down a man that elbows people's heads open. Goddamn right. Ass. <laughs> I don't like all that elbow and stuff. You, you go sit down. So... Uh, Eddie shoots a gun at him and Leroy catches the bullet between his teeth because he's that dude. They also, I mean, they said it at the beginning. He was yeah. like, I heard you can catch a bullet between your teeth. This bullshit. And then he he's like, maybe. <laughs> and so the cops roll up and Eddie's like, oh my God, I'm so glad y'all are here. There was, people were glowing and shooting guns. Oh, he basically says, yeah, me, and my, me and my friend, Mr. Mr. Nuff over here got assaulted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Oh, it's no. fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Mr. Nuff. Like, <laughs> God damn it. So Laura's happy. She's free. Oh, I forgot the one of the best scenes uh earlier in the movie. Uh Richie, his little brother, he pop in, he pops and locks out of his fucking his ropes. ropes. And it's it's very iconic. Oh, we always joke about that. Yep. <laughs> we joke about that for years. So yep. <laughs> uh Laura and Bruce Leroy, they finally well, they kissed before. It was a tiny little kiss. But they finally are happy, and Bruce Leroy ran back home and got himself into a nice white little gi outfit thing. And then they float up to the top of Seventh Heaven to go do it. 
There's something. Yeah. <laughs> Can you show me some moves? Can you show me some yeah, and little his his brother's little friend was like, oh, "Look at this corny motherfucker over here." This dude's a cornball. Yeah, cornball. Yeah, That's cornball. A cornball. Richie, Richie corn respects. Ball. Yeah, Richie he's respects his brother, brother now because he watched him, his brother whip people's asses. <laughs> and he got the girl. Yeah, yeah. he's he's very pumped. He's like, "Damn, my brother's kind of cool." <laughs> he's a monster. Well, he showed uh, up in all white to pick her, sweep her off her feet. Yeah, that was pretty legit. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, they were having like a a, like a a white party. It was everybody was dressed in white, dancing on the on the disco floor. Oh, yeah, right. at the end of Captain EO. Oh, oh yeah. God. when they weren't like spider people, <laughs> and then it was like another part of me as they dance out. Captain EO, no way. <laughs> when would we ever reference that? My boy Hooter, he's a liability out Hooter! there. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I have a picture of Otis from a Comic Con with a Asian cat and EO. I know Katie, that was, Katie, yeah, Katie, that Katie. was for me. Oh, okay, that's right. Took, that was the year before I got to go to Comic Con, and Otis took that picture. I thought because, you were going with him. No, it's a picture of you with that Captain EO because you know that I love Captain EO. It was the year before I got to go. Yeah, I'm fucking Hooter out there. They're like, get the keyboard ready. He's like, yeah, you're right. Oh shit, I broke it. I'm like, god damn Hooter. Anyway, back to Last Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, enough Captain EO. Was The Last Dragon. Great movie. You should watch it. So let's go through least uh, favorite and least favorite characters. Katie, who was your favorite character in The Last Dragon? Uh, Lord Charles was my <laughs> favorite character. Um, for really no reason. This Every character in this movie is kind of garbage. And <laughs> nobody could really act. But uh, I like that she was just a VJ and she was just living her life as just this chill ass new york girl and i don't know that's all i got <laughs> this movie was all over the place <laughs> uh steve I need to elaborate on much on this what you say katie go ahead steve oh uh my favorite character is you know who's the meanest show who's the prettiest who's the baddest mofo down around this town Shut up! Yeah, sure enough was my favorite character. Uh, that is a ridiculous person. Like I said, he just walking around Harlem, calling himself a shogun, with his, <laughs> I love it. With his top knot on like half his afro. His and fucking, he fights in football shoulder shades. pads. Yeah, shutter shades. <laughs> he had shutter shades before they were cool. He had fucking football pads that had like black that were like painted black, and that's what he's yeah. walking around fighting in with his fucking giant ass like tiger belt is a ridiculous man but i just i don't know i always we saw this movie i think it was at my our cousin's house on like easter weekend it came yes. on one, like late one night and we just watched it like what the hell is this and that but ever since then that man has that shown up has just stuck with my in my mind as like the greatest villain so i love shown up i i wish he won that fight but he <laughs> but yeah he comes into that fucking pizza parlor beats up it just breaks everything. <laughs> Throws that little kid in a fucking dumpster. And it's like, yeah, tell your brother I'm going to beat his ass. And then leaves. So, showing up is the best. Uh, Greg. Uh, as a spectator, Bruce Leroy. <laughs> because he's pretty much the only non-trash person in, the, in that city. <laughs> and somehow, he walks around in traditional... Asian garb, yet his fashion is the least offensive in that entire film. 
<laughs> oh man, that that stupid hat he had at the beginning just made I me mad. Not, you you know you know me. I'd rock that hat. I'd rock. I that know hat. you would, but it just it made me would. mad. I was like, just... he wasn't wearing it. He had it like just draped over the back of his neck. Yeah, yeah I liked sense. his red yeah. green pizza delivery outfit. Oh yeah, when you when you went undercover. <laughs> yeah, I'd rock that on a Tuesday afternoon, man. That ain't nothing, man. I'd <laughs> he reminded me of uh, his outfit at the beginning. Reminded me of Gene from uh, Samurai Champloo. A little bit. Yeah. Calm too. Yeah. 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 Calm. That traditional garb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. As a spectator, him. But if if you want to play a role in this movie, you want to be show enough. <laughs> The most ridiculous, the most bombastic, and just getting to be the most egotistical and having having a crew hype you up and repeat it and just oh, your name bitch. everywhere you go. Having uh, people kiss your chucks. Now his his flunkies were. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were fun. They were fun though. They're they're fun for sure. He could have just you know he could have had a better squad about him. Oh yeah, Daniel. I did forget that he was he was wearing like that kung fu outfit, but he had fucking chucks on yeah. still. Making people kiss kiss his chucks. I do think I want to style my hair like his at some point. Oh, please 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 oh my do. god, please go. I shot up for Halloween. Just a fucking top knot in the middle, but then the rest <laughs> of it just permed out to the side. Just borrow some football pads, like <laughs> Greg. This is perfect. <laughs> Think we'll try to make that happen. Like you already have chucks. Like I know you have chucks. Like <laughs> problem is, is I don't know if I want to perm my hair. Yeah, yeah, perm. yeah that's not. Oh, that's, that's fair. That's, that's gonna take a minute to get out after we. Uh, after <laughs> no man, just take a shower. It ruins perms. Just take a shower. <laughs> we'll see about that. Uh, Taco. Uh, my favorite was also shown up. Uh, followed closely by Johnny. I really did enjoy Ugh. Johnny. Uh, I thought that was really funny. Uh, like, uh, but Shonoff was definitely my favorite because he was, as everyone said, just so outlandish and over the top. And <laughs> it was, it's always, he's always been my favorite. I love quoting that, you know, am I the meanest? Am I the prettiest? Oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. it's it's just a cool thing to hear and say. So, Shonuff's the best, but I did enjoy Johnny a lot because he was like they like especially when he got a bunch more time during the, that final fight. Uh, he he was really funny, and him teaming up with uh, the little kid, uh, Reyes kid. Yeah, it was it was there was there was a lot of fun. To that whole uh, dynamic, I, I enjoyed that. Uh, let's go deep out. Uh, good segue. Uh, mine was actually uh, Reyes, Jonathan Reyes, right? Jonathan Reyes, Eddie, Eddie Reyes, little dude. I mean, I knew he was there the whole movie, but I didn't know he'd come out of left field and just start handing handing las manos out to everybody. He was fucking yeah, people's up ass. the way he did. Yeah, he was with <laughs> people's ass. Yeah, break yeah, dancing then, before kicking yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pop locking before Kingsby, and then uh, he got tossed around a little bit. He got roughed up. Uh, I think it was the animal or whatever threw him into Johnny. Yeah. Somebody threw him into Johnny, and I just started laughing. I seriously laughed for like five minutes. I'm like, dude, just picked up a little kid and just hunked him. Oh yeah, the bad guys in this movie threatened and assaulted little children yes. quite a, quite a few times. They it did was not great. Care. 
New York for you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, but little dude got up and just started whooping everybody's ass. And then uh, at the end, him and little brother were dancing, and he 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 kind of shut up little brother in the pop lock. So yeah, shout out to shout out to little dude. Otis. Uh, if you know me, you know if a movie's good, it's probably a couple of reasons. The supporting characters are amazing. Or the villain is amazing. Shonuff is an absurd person. Uh, there's a reason my mom loves this movie. And that motherfucker Shonuff is just a crazy man. Crazy tall ass black dude just swinging on people because he knows no one can beat his ass. Like he, he's a good villain. I love that. And I just love that he just kept picking at him. He's like, you going to fight me one day. I'm keep making you mad. I'm going to do this. And then finally, you know, he found the moment. And he's like, well, I'm going to beat your ass. And then, <laughs> You know, it, it's really good. And he oh, actually he had is. some skill because he knew how to do the glow, not a full body glow, but, you yeah. know, he had the limbs. So he was good enough to learn that. So I guess it makes sense that he had a little bit of like, I can beat that dude, you know, you know, because he probably didn't tell people that like, I can make my hands glow and they hurt a lot. So I can beat this kid, you know, so it makes sense. But no, for forever, Shonoff has been one of the coolest, like fucking martial arts bad guys, just bad guys ever. And that speech, it's funny. Yeah, love him. If one of his introductions, man, he just busts into that movie theater, just talking shit and saying, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I'm the Shogun of Harlem. Who wants to fight me? Like, what? Right. Like, who are you? Yeah, like these people are yeah. just trying to watch a movie and you're going to bust in and want to fight people. Bro, sit the fuck down. I'm trying to watch a movie. Shit. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of that movie, I was all for honorable mention to the guy who, who decided to to double stump that that beat boy and beat girls boom box so they want to just up yeah, and in the middle of a movie like, right who are you <laughs> I don't get up out this theater while i'm trying to watch this movie trying to dance in an aisle boy. i was so happy when that happened I'm like thank you <laughs> be so pissed that's something i would want to do but wouldn't just have the gumption just go do and be that be that confrontational, but like, man, I wish somebody would. Oh, well, if my hands were glowy, I'd do whatever I feel like at that point. That was a random person who did it, though. Yeah, that was that dude that showed up to then quickly beat up at the front. Oh, it went, he, and he had the transvestite girlfriend. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. He popped that out. I was like, oh, that's a dude. Fuck him up, like, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah and just like yeah, hell? get him, and then he got he got his ass whipped. And she just sat back down. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Like, oh, not, ooh, not ooh. the face. Like, oh no. So uh let's do least favorite characters. Katie, who's your least favorite character in this gem of a movie? Eddie. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> Eddie was trash. He was psychotic. Um, like for a minute I was like, okay, like you just want your girlfriend to be famous. I get that, I guess. And you have the like you have the means to make her famous. Cool. Uh, but then he just got like, that was for like two minutes. The first two minutes where he was talking about making her famous and then immediately just instant douchebag. He was like super abusive and just horrible. Eddie was the fucking worst in this movie. Um, all right, Daniel. Squeaky voice, bitch. Whatever the hell her name is. Oh, Angela. Oh, you're like Angela. Nails on chalkboard, dude. I, I, mm. <laughs> and then just playing up the dumb 
the dumb lady part, the dumb naive girlfriend part. I mean, get by on my tits. <laughs> and then that accent was fucking awful. Anyway, I, it, yeah, her, Angela, squeaky voice, the, fucking the f- fake Cindy Lopper. Yeah, fake, fake Lopper. She's saying dirty books. <laughs> Give a shit. <laughs> Dirty, dirty voice. Get out of here. Steve. Uh, my least favorite was actually Laura. Uh, mainly because Vanity can't act at all. And then that Tony man, when she got introduced and she was singing at her club, I was like, who you decide what's what's hot? Because this song is garbage. <laughs> just I just didn't like her. And, you know, they gave her nothing to work with. They're like, uh, your whole character is you're thirsty for Leroy. That's it. Like that's your entire character. Have fun with Don't that. Leave. Do not leave, please. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I just really didn't like her very much at all. I was like, you're bad acting, and your character is written poorly. So too bad for you, but this, you suck. I did not like her, Greg. Um, little brother's name is Richie, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, y'all know how I feel about children in general. <laughs> 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 like this kid is so young to be such a tool <laughs> youngest tool ever um i also cannot stand when kids act and think they're more grown than they than they are by far and that was completely his shtick throughout the whole thing and the delirious so all kids uh, yeah but most of them is they're not as deliriously in love with a single person or yes, that, that lady his was turned up to the max though by far and yes the deliriousness of him thinking that he come on i I understand we all had like older girl crushes when we were younger and we'd maybe sometimes like yeah that's my girlfriend right there but come on (laughs) like have some sort of sense of reality about it your woman if you can if you can break dance out of kidnap ropes you can get that girl (laughs) if you want it Apparently that didn't work for him. Correct. <laughs> uh, couldn't stand any time he talked. And then they attributed the worst. Oh, Barry, Barry. I don't. I forget who wrote this screenplay, but they attributed the worst racist thing they could have said on this thing to to, uh, to his dialogue. He called his big brother. I can't remember the whole thing. I'm probably gonna get it wrong, but something like that. Chocolate covered yellow peril, something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Damn, I've missed that part. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Apparently, what? I forgot the first part, but he definitely calls him like a black yellow peril, essentially. That is, yeah. oh, that's just no. <laughs> it was the eighties, man. You could you could get away with stuff like that in movies. I don't care. Oh. <laughs> I was not I was not comfortable with that at all. And they attributed it to the kid of all people, which was, which was a strange choice to me. Like as if the as if a, any kid would know know to say that. But I digress. New York man. I guess. <laughs> yeah. New York man. Hey man, they were yeah, they all had their own separate communities and they were all racist towards each other. That's just how New York it was in the eighties. Yeah, well, he didn't have to write the line though. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have to go that far. Who <laughs> wasn't gone? Taco. Go ahead, Taco. Yeah. Uh, really, least favorite I would have to say is Bruce Leroy. 
because <sighs> yeah because he was a wiener um he he wouldn't fight nobody he didn't uh you know it he was he, he was an idiot the whole movie like his master was trying to tell him like hey man like you don't need a master you have everything you need go do it and but you know he was just being difficult uh he's real stupid also the kid couldn't act <laughs> uh, <laughs> and like he he was also just um what do you call it naive about everything yeah and didn't know the ways of the world like when Shonuff was in that theater, you should have just beat Shonuff's ass right then and there. <laughs> but you know, yeah, it, 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 like I, I found there, I found there were more enjoyable. Like I know the movie's about the guy, but I found there were more enjoyable characters. Was he all there? Like this, this may have been, this may have been, this may have been the tale of Shonuff, <laughs> and I'd have been fine. Seriously, there there were points in the movie where I'm like, is 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 Bruce Bruce Leroy really all there? Like, yeah, man. I was like, was he? He wasn't raised in that dojo. He had parents. How was he so? His little brother seemed to know everything that was happening, and Leroy was just, yeah, as Kev said, naive to everything. He's the like, kid that Naruto ran to fucking lunch, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so show enough could have made the job much more easier, and just decided I'm gonna beat you up until you fight back. But he never made that choice. But. Oh. I will say one of the things that Leroy did that just I wanted to slap somebody was when he came home and he was like, "Yes, Papa San and Mama San." Mama San. Like, I was like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> it just that made me really mad. It was really dumb. Mm-hmm. Is it me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's so it's a tie between Eddie Arcadian. Uh, he's I've never liked the bad guys in martial arts films. The rich guy. That's not going to do any fighting. He's always got a pistola with him because he's like, that dude is glowing. I'm going to shoot him. Uh, I never liked that dude. 45, put it into that glowing shit real quick. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah, I, I enjoy the person that's like, we're going to fight. And this is it. This is the real final fight. You know, I, I like that person. I like, how you act like you would you wouldn't be the rich man with a pistol, though. You'd oh, hire I just shot fight. while they were fighting. <laughs> Right, I don't care. I don't care who I hate. Pistola. Yeah, yeah. Get him in the corner, Steve. Get him in the corner. Yeah, pop, pop. Yeah. (laughs) Open shot, baby. Let's go. Thirty-eight special for him. (laughs) Oh my god. Austin, three (laughs) sixteen. Brian Pillman, bro. Oh man. Uh, but no, uh, it's Eddie and Richie. They're both poop. So y'all said everything about Richie. He was doo doo from the (laughs) beginning. I've never liked annoying characters. Always one like that that doesn't believe in the main character. He's like, "Oh, you poop and blah blah blah," and he's like, "Man, you suck." And then they're like, "Oh man, he's really good." And I'm like, it's huh. "Last second, yeah, don't talk about my brother. I always believed in him." Yeah, <laughs> from from day one, baby. I'm like, "No, you didn't. You hate that kid. You hate him." <laughs> Look, man, I'd be clowning. On, I'd be clowning on talking too if I saw him in a the movie theater eating popcorn with some goddamn chopsticks. Like, <laughs> no. No, we're not doing that. And that hat like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Slap it at his hand. Stop it. <laughs> That's true. If I had a brother and they were doing weird stuff, I'm like, you're kind of weird, bro. Taco ain't got no moves. Make yeah, Taco ain't got no moves. Peter, he's like prepubescent, so. Okay, so let's do seven word synopsis. I'm going to go first. 
my first one is that quote in the pizza, the pizzeria when Shonoff is breaking everything. Uh, he looks at the uh, little uh, jukebox, uh, video jukebox. Box. Yeah, he says, who plays this garbage? Shut up, bitch. And it just breaks <laughs> it. <laughs> I've never seen somebody yell at something like it was alive. <laughs> I giggled so fucking hard. Uh, my boy Bruce got that motherfucking glow. <laughs> uh, Laura wanted Bruce Leroy's giblets real bad. <laughs> like 20 minutes yeah, in, man. I was like, dang. Right. Y'all up in there. Uh, Angela Varaco is a bona fide hit maker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and my last one, showing up, got his fucking brakes beat off. Uh, at the end of the movie, he got absolutely destroyed. I was like, God damn. <laughs> no, you got a concussion from that fight, man. He's fucked up. Uh, Katie. Not as bad as Saunders. Mm. Only got one. Fortune cookie dudes sucked. So did Eddie. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Damn. So that's it. That was so to the point. Taco. Laid out, show enough, Jerry Curl Juice Stain. Yep. <laughs> uh, Steve. Uh, I got two. Uh, Kung Fu Breakdancing, sign me up. <laughs> and uh, my second one is, this motherfucker really called himself Shogun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greg. I have a few. Uh, first, final level body glow and paintbrush moves. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the 1980s have never been more 1980s. Who <laughs> was just yeah. too much, man? Too much. Oh yeah. Oh, I couldn't handle it. Is oh. Sensory overload on the on the clothing choice, man. Oh, <laughs> oh, and the glow—that's just Vaseline and Afro Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Daniel's the last one. Oh, I'm sorry, Daniel. Uh, I got a few. Nothing more kung fu than the rhythm of the night. Goddamn right. <laughs> sure. Young ass, young ass Will H getting in trouble. I don't know why that, why William H Macy was going to get his throat slit. He, yeah, man, fucking William H Macy was in this. I was like, what the hell? It looks. I mean, he looked exactly the same, but he was like twenty. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just take away the wrinkles, and and then uh, a feminine voice man for his arcade kingpin's plan. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. So this movie came out March 22nd, 1985. Sweet Jesus. It's an old ass fucking movie. Uh Almost what do you guys think? Right? <laughs> what do you guys think the budget for this beautiful, beautiful movie is? Katie. Three million dollars. Three million? That's not bad. No bad. Uh Steve. Uh, I think, yeah, the, Katie's about right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with four million. For me in Taku. You're muted. Do do do. Sorry, no, we- five million. Five million. Bastard. Million pal. <laughs> uh let's go with three and a half million. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
And Greggy. See, y'all not considering how much it costs to do DeBarge's hair. <laughs> and the music. So uh, that video already existed. <laughs> okay, well, the right to, to show his hair. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what was the highest? Five million right now. Can I bet? Six million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, what do you know? <laughs> Craig wins it. God. The budget <laughs> was ten million dollars. In the big okay. the mug. Greg, Greg needs to stop going last. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What the, what the hell did they spent ten million dollars? Yeah, what'd you spend ten million dollars on? Like closing Bro. down New York streets? Vanity. <laughs> Vanity came with a price tag. Right. Uh, I will say They're some of owned by Motown. some of the the camera situations were actually really expensive. Apparently for the the day, you know, the fucking eighties. Uh, I know that stage was apparently elaborate and weird and crazy to the point where like musicians were like, "I want that stage when you're done with it." Because what weird. fucking cocaine? What? How much was the <laughs> oh, the, the the Vanity stage or whatever the hell? Seventh yeah, the Seventh Heaven. Heaven. Yeah, apparently ah. that was. A whole situation and people diana ross was like i want that for my tour when you're done with that please I, I did like i did like when he was about to fight those dudes the fucking underneath the floor had like the neon lights lit up yeah like, it was a pretty cool look you know obviously it costs a lot of money so what do you guys think the box office for the last dragon was katie well 10 million. Oh, katie said this movie didn't make shit <laughs> Steve uh, I actually I know a lot of people that like this movie uh, I'm most of them are my age but like I'm pretty sure this movie did okay I'm gonna go 20 I'm gonna do 20 million okay taco uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go 30 million okay deep hell hmm I'm going to go 35 million. 35. 35, 37. Boo, doo, boo, boo, boo. Greggy. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure Greg was paying attention. I saw that look. Like, okay. Wait, what was the host, dude? Don't tell him. <laughs> yeah, don't tell him, Otis. The highest was deep hell, but I don't want to go that high. I want to spend tacos money. <laughs> <laughs> I want to spend Red's money. Uh, I will go. I bet. Thirty million. Uh, uh how do I say this number? I Point forgot. Five. Um. Um. Is it thirty million? Five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, thirty point five million is thirty point five million dollars. <laughs> bitch. He's like thirty. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> so, like clockwork. <laughs> mother, Greg does it again. I was in the beat of the mother night. The box office was $33 million. Oh, just over Daniel. Wow. I'm going to pull his so, neck hair next time I see him. So what I was saying before about this movie, it was a commercial failure because everyone was like, this movie's doo-doo. 
which is kind of the beginnings of a cult classic. Everyone, when it comes out, everyone's like, this is shitty. And then later it's like, damn, this is great. This movie, if it came out now, it would have been fucking amazing. Uh, but yeah, it made its money. It's just no one liked it when it came out. <laughs> so they didn't go back to it. They were like, oh, that sucks. And, you know, let some decades go by and people are like, oh, shit, this is fucking amazing. So yeah, this movie is, is ridiculous, but it knows it's ridiculous. So it kind of just leans into it. Yeah. There's no real fear that like, oh, we were trying to be serious, man. This is a movie about the struggle and strife and uh, the power within. And all. Like, nah, man. Like, that dude glows because he like. <laughs> <himself>. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they knew what they were doing. So, uh, but like I said, that's the magic of a cult classic. Like, it's it was made in the wrong decade, honestly. So. Uh, yeah, I really wish it had been made in the '70s and not the '80s. I and honestly, it actually had disco instead of breakdancing. Yeah, honestly, if this was made fucking '90s, I, don't know, I think it would work. If it came out like now, I think people would be like, "Oh, this is so." Like another movie we're gonna watch, like Black Dynamite, is made way later, but it's supposed to look like something really old. It just—I think they could have made it work. It'd have been crazy. I think it'd have been great, but it's it, great it depends though. on it depends on the context of the movie, Katie. Because I'm kind of with you. Yeah, but... same. I same. Yes. <laughs> He's like, fuck the movie. Uh, that's exactly how I felt when I saw the fucking West Side Story trailer. So, oh, yeah. yeah, West Side Story's mm-hmm. kind of got Baby Driver in it. I like that dude, Ansel Elgert or whatever the fuck is. Is that his name? Fucking, it's something weird like that. Yeah, he's not so great Slatter's right now. Apparently. Painter, bro. Oh man, he touched somebody. Damn. Okay, probably, so probably. we'll talk about Ansel Elgert later. Uh, uh this movie's great. Uh, does anybody have anything else to say about the last dragon? Yeah. Oh no. Like, like I said, I got a. We watched this randomly one, one, like two in the morning one year, and as a kid, it just stuck with me. So give it a shot. It's fucking, it's dumb as fuck, but it's it's entertaining. So give it a shot. Yeah, absolutely fun. Yeah. I, I, it makes me smile to watch this movie. It's it's so <laughs> dumb. But I and yeah, I got really excited when he was doing when he was doing the show enough speech. I was like, I was so excited. <laughs> It's a good ass speech. <laughs> so it, it's really good. So uh, if you have any other cool fun facts about martial arts films, you can tweet us at Alan Tempod. We have an email. It is Alan Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Alan Presents. So we are rolling down that road of martial arts films. Uh, we have some really good ones, some personal favorites coming up. Could I'm you say very... we're traveling the path down martial arts? That's a road. Yeah, it's a password. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're like Ryu, just walking, beat up some people, and then leave barefoot. Like, yeah, I'm going to my next fight. Uh, But no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good month. And like the next couple of months, are really cool genres and stuff, comic books and shit. So it's gonna be some really good picks. So I'm very excited. So like always, for everyone here at Allentown Presents, uh, my spicy boys and for Katie, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back very soon with another martial arts film. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Bye. Show enough. Yes, show enough. Show enough. <laughs>